Two Girls, One Podcast is made possible by you, the listeners. And if you love the internet as much as we love talking about it, consider supporting us on Patreon. A lot of work and time go into research, recording, editing, and distributing this show. Contributing even one or two dollars per month is huge in offsetting our production costs. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash 2G1P. We'll keep making the show no matter what. But your support allows us to make it even better. Thank you so much for listening. And, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. It's Jen. I'm Allie. Yeah, and we're here today to do something a little special. We're doing a weird little mini episode for you. That's right. Where we respond to your emails. I said emails, but yeah. Okay, we are we are truly very excited that so many of you have been tweeting at us and leaving us voicemails and emailing us and some of the messages have been outrageous, pretty fantastic, and amazing. So we are going to read some of these emails now that we've received and um, talk about them a little That's bit. That's right. Specifically, Matt's going to read them. Matt's, hey, I'm still here. Matt can read. read, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad he learned to read. Yeah, yeah. I've been taking courses. Took like twenty great. episodes. That's yeah. Great. <laughs> okay, here's the first one. E ma- ma- it's ma- called an email. <laughs> email. No, I got it. I got it. Again. All right, he's on a roll. This first message is from David Pearson. Uh, the subject line, which is probably the best subject line in all of email history, is Allie made an old lady clutch her pearls. Oh, thank I love you. Love it. Uh, David says, so I was listening to the podcast while driving and it turns out that people can hear what my car is playing pretty clearly. I guess he keeps his radio up pretty loud. Uh, I was at a red light and Allie was talking about sticking something into her vagina and the old lady who looked like someone out of a cartoon was going through the crosswalk. She was wearing this huge expensive looking fur coat and gasped, clutching her chest as she listened to Allie stream all the wet, sticky details of her consciousness. Also the best sentence ever written in email. The look on her face went from horror to rage as she glared daggers at me. I like to imagine she later wrote a strongly worded letter to the authorities about this. Anyway, I just wanted to say I love your show. What a visual. Are you visualizing my vagina or the old lady oh, crossing the road? I was thinking about your vagina. Thank but, you. Yeah. Um, I don't remember talking about sticking something up my hoo-ha, but to be fair, that I definitely sounds either. like something I would say. It definitely does. I yeah. Believe it. I believe it. Um, I just, I love the picture of this woman like in the cross, like, in the <gasps> crosswalk, right? Yeah. <gasps> the crosswalk. Yeah. Yeah. First he said she clutched her I hope her the story's real. I hope it's real too. It's definitely dramatized. She definitely shot daggers out of her eyes. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if you could actually shoot daggers out of your eyes? Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Like X-Men style, like my super, like instead of Wolverine, my thing Literal would be like, I shoot daggers out of my eyes. Yeah. But I guess it'd be really hard to aim because like your eyes would also bleed and explode while you do that and then reheal <laughs> just like Wolverine. Okay, here's the pitch. Here's the pitch. It's a superhero show, but based on like euphemisms or like yes. sayings, yes. Yes. like very corny it. sayings, yes. right? Nicole. Shooting daggers. Who who are the other heroes? In oh this? God, I'm gonna need a minute to think about this, and it's gonna be. <laughs> but dead they're like a air. team called Euf- the Euphemists. Ye- but Euf- oh, Couch Potato. One of them is superheroes. He can disguise as a potato. Yeah, all right. Camouflage. Like you know, so he's like busy like stealing documents, and then someone comes in, he just he's a potato. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what's this potato on my couch? I yeah. don't know. It's just normal. But then he meets a tragic end when he's mashed. <laughs> nobody should laugh at that it isn't funny but what's a more active what's an active thing well like when you shoot daggers at someone right. that's a that's a term I'm trying um, to think of something else like that like tickle my funny bone okay the, the tickler the tickler that's definitely something else what yeah what other what expressions dead as a doornail <laughs> isn't that a worst, worst superpower ever um <laughs> 
chew, chew my ear off. Oh, there you Stop go. Stop chewing my ear off. That's good. It's a super literally Jewish <laughs> ear. Isn't that Mike Tyson? Yeah, actually, Isn't that that's just Mike Tyson. Happened? Uh, That's right, guys. Mike cool, Tyson cool, cool. references. <laughs> yeah, this is happening. Anyway, I love this. Um, I think this this is a PSA. Um, I'm glad that everyone that he's listening to the podcast. But put in some But you should listen with your windows, windows up. On. You know, there could be children or old ladies wearing pearls Just nearby. Put, put up the windows. It's gonna get nice and steamy. Yeah. Now, don't be ageist. Like plenty of old ladies, I think will love this podcast, and you should send this to your grandma if your grandma's fun. Share it with your grandmas, but not cartoon grandmas. Is the is the lesson uh, here? Not grandmas who wear pearls, right? Because those grandmas might be uptight. Pearl yeah. free, mm-hmm. pearl free. Um, but I'm really happy about that email. Thanks, David. Thank you. Our next email, uh, we got a lot of a lot of response from adult babies and diaper lovers. That episode Whoa. was very specific to a community, and we get a lot of email, we get a lot of tweets, but th- people really responded very positively, which we were thrilled about. Yes. Um, one email is from Paul in the Great White North. Hey, Paul. Uh, he says, hi, guys, just heard the episode about ABDL and wanted to say great job. And thanks. As a 34-year-old male DL, which is diaper lover, I felt you were very respectful to the community. Allie, at the end, said she had some questions about where does the fetish stem from, and he wanted to uh, shed light on that. He says, the majority of us, uh, for the majority of us, something is triggered at a young age. For me, my cousin was a bedwetter, and when I would sleep over at his place, I would wear diapers with him so he wouldn't feel bad. And hmm. Paul's explaining that's where his uh, his... Whether it's a fetish or, or a particular proclivity, that seems to be where it stemmed from for him. Well, thank you, Paul, for shining light on that for us. I think that's probably true for others. I'm just really glad that people are taking away from this one of the main things that we've talked about when we're not recording, which is that we want to talk to these people and and the goal of the podcast really isn't to be judgmental. Right. We want people to feel open to really share the backstory and a lot of the communities we talk to most of the coverage that they get is ridiculing them yes which i just think is like not clever <laughs> um or interesting or empathetic or kind so, yeah. yeah or kind yeah it's just like why are you doing that like because also that's just like i just don't see the point but so anyway so i'm glad that they that the adult babies who tuned in felt that it was um, you know, covered in a fair, open way. Mm-hmm. And just... Just to, to toot our own horn a yeah, little bit. just to toot our own <laughs> and horn. And once again, every episode, I have to use my old-timey voice. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm really glad, because I, I think that's one of the things I'm kind of most worried about. Like, actually, um, some people who tuned into our Empreger episode were upset, although their emails so far have been very kind yeah. about how I said cis instead of cis. Um, so some cisgender. gender things. Yeah. yeah. No, and to be um, just totally transparent, we really appreciate your corrections and comments and people have been sending me corrections, you know, with a little smiley face. Yeah. Um, but it is nerve wracking to talk about these communities and, and know that other members of the communities will be listening very closely. That's right. Um, We're always open to learning more. So yes. we do want to hear from you. Yeah. We do. We do. Yeah. So moral of the story is when Allie fucks up, mm-hmm. please email and correct us. Please harass me on the internet. <laughs> 2g1podcast.gmail.com. Yeah. Well, you know, you you the trivia in a different episode, Cunningham's Law, the way to get that one just blew my mind. The way yeah. to get the right answer on the internet is to post the wrong one. So I'm just helping you all out by posting the wrong That's one with mission. the sound of Spreading my voice. Spreading the wrong Truth. information to get the right oh, information. Oh, man. 
Uh, but we got a lot of emails about ABDL, and we can't share them all, but we thank you for yeah. writing in. We learned a lot, and we got a lot of really personal stories. So thanks for being open and honest with us. Thanks, yeah, guys. We got some long ones, we too, did. didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. some really detailed uh, we personal can't, stories. Um, we <laughs> can't read the long ones because Matt's reading skills, they just, they it's peter not good out. Enough yet. Yeah, they I peter can't. out. Paragraph three, done. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. It's exhausting. This third email is from Melissa Rankin. She wrote in about our shipping episode, which was we talked to a shipping expert. This is fan fiction, people creating romantic relationships with fictional characters or public figures. Uh, Melissa says, I felt I feel like I've been listening to your show since the beginning, but in reality, I'm pretty new. I got hooked on the Google Data interview and binge listened to all of your episodes within a couple days. Thank you, Melissa. I absolutely love your chemistry, energy, and enthusiasm. It's great to listen to a dynamic duo where I'm not only enter- entertained, but educated as well. I feel like I became a little less judgmental of people's choices, which is something I've been actively working on for years. So I'm happy to have another tool in my belt toward becoming a better person. Nice. Anyways, on today's episode, shipping, you asked who we would like to divorce. Uh, this was a term that you guys coined. We coined it. Yeah, divorcing is shipping is, is putting them together. Divorcing is divorcing people because mm-hmm. you would like them to be apart. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and you asked the listeners, who would who, you, who you divorce? divorce? Which was amazing. Uh, Melissa says, without a doubt, 100%, first one that came to mind was Carrie and Big from Sex in the City. She says, I always thought that Big was completely toxic and a representation of all things wrong with romanticizing men in media. I was heartbroken when she ended up marrying him, especially after he left her at the altar. Sorry for the spoilers if you haven't seen Sex in the City. That's my my uh, addendum there. Uh, For being such a groundbreaking feminist revolutionary show, I think that their relationship was a terrible example of what women should look for in a healthy commitment. Vorce big, ship Aiden, the end, says Melissa. Well, first of all, thanks for all the... God, what am I trying to say? Thanks for all the praise and, you know, just keep it coming, guys. Keep it coming. <laughs> Jen got um, so awkward. I got so say. awkward. No, it's great that, that she feels that it's, it's making awesome. her more open-minded. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, because I, I feel like the problem with the um, society, I don't know. It's just that we don't have the opportunity to meet these people. So, of right. course, we have assumptions about them. Sure. Like, that's actually the heart of, like, it's most biased. discrimination, yeah. I think, is you just don't have the opportunity to meet those people. Yeah. Um. So, that's cool. I'm glad that. Yeah. People are listening and yeah. feeling like, oh, actually, a good friend of mine was like, I've been listening to all your episodes, and in every single one, by the end, I'm like, oh, they seem like I could hang out with them. Like, they seem totally fine and normal. I'm like, yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyhow, Carrie Big. Yes, agreed. I would force agreed. them to, yeah. Yeah, it was I, just like, yeah, because it's, it's again romanticizing this, like, basically abusive relationship where the man doesn't treat her well. Yeah, I didn't realize, too, that he's significantly older than her. I don't know by quite how much, but some of... My friends were talking about that the other day. Well, that's something I really resent. I forget which magazine, but it was something like Vanity Fair or Vogue or whatever. They had a graph. This was a few years ago. You and I saw it together. Mm-hmm. There's a graph, and they graphed the ages of the leading men, so like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. And you saw the men's age get older and older because it's the same dudes. And the women's age, like the... I wish you could see the visual so striking, but the men's mm-hmm. age gets older and the women stays about the same Isn't age. Like it never really goes yeah. much above 30. Yeah. And so the gap gets wider and wider because right. we're also casting the same men, but it's just mm-hmm. like, don't even, I mean, now I've started, but I, yeah. it makes me so upset. Like, yeah, because we see it in the media and then it normalizes it and people think that it's normal. And then I, I just, I don't know. It's yeah. so upsetting. Well, cause it, cause also it just feeds into this idea that women need to be young or stay young as opposed to like George Clooney is still like the sexiest man alive or something. He's like 60, but you would never say that about a woman. No, it's so true. It's so true. Although, um, Dame Helen Mirren, I'd fuck her. <laughs> we all would. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So thank you, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, 
so Carrie liked Big, I think, because of the chemistry. There was a lot of chemistry there, more than with any other guy on that show, probably. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right that, like, in reality, that was a terrible, terrible relationship. She was well, just I addicted understand. to I that mean, the, feeling. The problem, of course, is that it's TV, and they need there to be drama, and they need people to tune in, like, what happens next. That so, being said, though, so, we know people who've been in relationships like that. You know, it's, like, dramatic, but it's not that far from some people's reality, probably. Right, but, the, yeah. but then that begs the question, is some people's reality like that because they see it on TV and Maybe. romantic? that and think that that's fine but yeah. like you know it's hard because like showing a nice normal stable relationship isn't, is not good tv yeah um yes yeah, like and that was entertaining Aiden. oh he brought her flowers okay. yeah what happens in next week's episode right <laughs> but still i think it could be um although like uh charlotte's husband is like super sweet like the rest right. of them do end up with kind of sweet people right yeah i don't know Miranda, they, they come, yeah like show all the drama and then wrap it up with someone great like you right. know what yeah. i mean yeah uh, is it positioned as a happy ending i think that's yes. the part that's sticking for me because like she can marry him him and make a choice that is like oh she, the chemistry was important and she chose chemistry you know, over stability right but then going forward from that plot point it's like well maybe that wasn't a happy ending but clearly i don't know the show that well yeah i've watched a ton of sex in the city but to be honest i never watched like the final episodes and i've never seen the movies because the question is in right, the movies is in she movies? still married to him right. or are they divorced i sort of forget yeah, yeah, yeah i'm I, pretty sure they're still together but, it's probably yeah. positioned as a happy ending yeah but we gotta probably go look. yeah but i agree with that and i also love that people are Using the term divorce. Divorce, yeah. guys. Yeah, who else things. do you want to divorce? It's yeah. the best. Who do you want to divorce? Let us know. Tweet me at Allie Gold. And at June Bugger. Mm. Hashtag divorce. <laughs> I think someone tweeted at us Trump and Melania, and I was like, that's coming. That's coming. Like, yeah, exactly. Not- <laughs> I mean, he doesn't stick with wives very long. That's Let's real be life. serious. That's not fan like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, that's all I got. We got to go. That's it. We got to go. We got to go. All right, well, well, let's read more emails later. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah, we do want to hear from you. So you can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6548. You can tweet me at Allie Gold. Or me at June Bugger. And you can support our patreon <laughs> so it's patreon.com slash 2g1p this podcast exists we're gonna keep making it it is free for you uh but if you can even give us a dollar a month it's a monthly commitment that helps us so much in offsetting our costs and being able to grow and eat <laughs> trader joe's <laughs> fucking love trader joe's. trader joe's i mean Sponsor. when trader joe's starts sponsoring us like maybe we won't need patreon but until, That's right. until then, that day you yeah and the contributions again they started a dollar and they go up to like a hundred i think yeah. so if you like it please support us thank you so much thanks guys 